Welcome to Blind Traveller, promoting independence through travel. Today's today's episode, I'm going to talk about a trip I had in London um, last year, end of the summer, uh, just before lockdown finished in terms of foreign travellers. So we could travel in this country within regions, but foreign travel wasn't allowed into the UK. So as a consequence of that, London was just dead. It really was. Um, good side of it being dead as well was you could get into restaurants and bars quite comfortably. Um, I took my kids because we'd been planning a holiday for two years and that never happened through COVID. So we just thought, we lived in London for a few years, for about 10 years actually. The kids have grown up there pretty much and we decided to go back and look with some of our own haunts and see some of the attractions which we probably never did when we lived there. One of the things I noticed when we went down to London was the fact that hotels were so cheap. We looked online just to book somewhere for the family and it was ridiculously cheap compared to what it normally is. We stayed in a four-star Holiday Inn um, just on the outskirts. It was towards Acton, which was great because we could leave the car. My wife was obviously driving um, at the hotel and then just jump on the tube from Acton Tube Station and we were smack bang in the centre of London within 10 minutes, which was really good. I'd actually stayed in that hotel before, pretty much for the same reason, at a concert in London, um, where we just headed out from the from the hotel and straight out onto the motorway. We dumped the bags off pretty much straight away, um, jumped on the tube and headed straight into London. First stop was um, a place called Crystal Kebab Shop, just on Holloway Road. We used to go there quite a lot when I lived in London, and it's just one of my favourite kebab shops ever. It really is good. Even the kids enjoyed it, although I doubt they hadn't remembered it from when we used to previously go there when they were kids. We left the kebab shop and then a short walk up the road is the Emirates Stadium. None of the kids are Arsenal supporters, but I think the thing what gets me about the Emirates Stadium is the size of it. It's huge and you just don't get that on TV when you're watching football, how big the stadium actually is. We left the stadium, headed back onto... Holloway Road, and then just jump on a bus, which is heading down Upper Street. Upper Street's fantastic. It's at the start of Islington, and it heads all the way down to the Angel. Um, one of my old haunts, having lived around the corner when I lived in London previously, just full of fantastic bars and restaurants. Um, something for everybody, really. You've probably noticed I'm talking about jumping on and off buses, on tubes, and that's what was so good about London, especially for somebody who's visually impaired. Um, I was advised when I got diagnosed with uh, macular dystrophy probably going to be better if I leave London because of the hustle and bustle in actual fact that was the worst piece of advice I ever got because everything's so accessible tubes every two minutes buses every three or four minutes and I moved to Lancaster um, in the Lancashire area and the tra- transport's just awful um, that's why people drive because the public transport's so poor in fact when we got further down we, we left um, we got on an angel tube heading towards the city and it was actually a a guy with a guide dog on the tube. What he'd done was, it was quite interesting watching him actually, um, his dog had a little bell on its collar just to make people aware who were you know, commuting and just walking straight past. And he was actually heading the same Northern Line train as we were. And this guy went from literally from the entrance all the way down onto the tube, jumped on the tube and the dog on a packed tube, the dog just lay by the door on a seat. He sat down, people let him sit down and then he just counted the stops, obviously knew where he was going. And off he went, straight back off the tube to his final destination. Just so, so easy. Uh, we eventually got off the tube at Bank and just walked across Blackfriars Bridge. 
which again, looking at the Thames is stunning. It really is a nice place. And it just, I remember what I loved about London when we went over that bridge, because it really was good. From Blackfriars, I always head towards Towbridge. I just really enjoy that walk from Blackfriars on the river all the way along to Towbridge. It just really is nice. So many bars and restaurants. And we were fortunate we had a sunny day, so it was really, really nice. Stopped off for a coffee and a few drinks on the way. Uh, really was good. We ended up in one of my favourite haunts, which is Hayes Galleria, just between London Bridge and Towbridge. Certainly in Hayes Galleria, I used to regularly get down there on the first weekend in September. I'm not actually sure if they still do it now or not, but they used to have a seafood festival there. And it started on Friday lunchtime and finished on Sunday night. And it really was good. Just loads of stalls, sparkling wine, champagne, whatever you want. And I, I could spend a weekend there. It was really good. What a place that was. Again, weather was normally good as well. And if it wasn't, nice thing about Hayes Galleria, it's all covered in. And right next to Hayes Gallery, you've got HMS Belfast. Um, a fantastic place. It's, it's now a museum, actually, along with a couple of other museums, all linked in as part of a charity. Um, kids wanted to go there and then, but unfortunately it was getting late, so we only had about 40 minutes time spare, and it doesn't really justify the 25 quid each to get in, so we decided to save that one till the next day. While we were there, though, we did manage to have a, a drink at the, um, the Horniman on, on the river, and that's, again, that's just outside Hayes Galleria, overlooking the Belfast. Normal times, you would never get a seat on the river, just looking out over the Thames. But this time of year, and given the circumstances, we got a nice little seat, seat for four people, and away we went. Nice drink, sitting in the sunshine on Hayes Galleria, overlooking HMS Belfast. Really, really was good. We left Hayes Galleria. Continued our walk along the Thames, past the London Assembly, all the way to Tower Bridge. I really do like it around that area. Um, I used to live just a couple of streets away from Tower Bridge, so it was quite nice to go back to Butler's Wharf and have a pot around there with the numerous restaurants and bars again, all overlooking the Thames. It really was good. Um, didn't actually stay there for dinner. We ended up having a look around there and walking back up to Hayes Galleria, opposite the Belfast. Right next to the Horniman pub, there's a, a coat brasserie, which was really nice. Again, we managed to get seats straight away, overlooking the river, a little table for four. And one of the coat brasserie is one of these nice places what have cropped up all over the country now. The really lower end restaurants, if you like, but the food's really good and good value. Far less than what you would pay for in your average restaurant in London, but again, far nicer than a pub. And this was no exception. It's their French restaurant doing classic takes on some original French food. It really was nice and the surroundings were just stunning. And for me the clever thing they've done, they've combined some traditional French food but they've also made it accessible for those who have fussy kids like I do and don't necessarily like French food or have no intention of trying it. So there's something for every, everyone there and it, as I say it's reasonably well priced which makes it good as well. We finished what was a really nice meal, had a walk over Tower Bridge to Tower Bridge Station and just jumped on the tube and eventually ended up in Covent Garden which was again really nice way to finish a, a bit of a tiring day given the heat and the fact we travelled up from the north that morning. We got back to the hotel and just chilled out in the bar for a few hours before having an earlyish night given we travelled all the way from the north that day. But one of the nice things about the, the travel around London is you just simply need a debit card or a credit card. We give one each to the kids, one of our own, 
and literally every time you use the tube of the bus you just swipe it and sign in as such and just remember to sign off as you get out. What London Transport do is at the end of the day they calculate the cheapest option for all the trips you've made which normally ends up as a sort of a day rider I guess and that's the cheapest option and they just bill you that night. Our first full day was really about occupying the kids so we had some breakfast at the hotel and then we were heading for Greenwich and then eventually um, this Emirates skyline. So we jumped on the tube at Acton into central London, another tube to Greenwich and then we had a lovely pot around where the Cutty Sark is and then around the Greenwich Maritime Museum which was really good. We got a tube across to North Greenwich onto the Emirates skyline which was brilliant again, no queues, we pretty much walked straight on, got our tickets and that was us. So it took us 10 minutes to cross the um, the river and the view as well as you can imagine were just simply stunning. Um, what a trip, 10 minutes across there of just all around London. Only regret is we didn't do it over night time because I think it would have been stunning over night time but hey ho, um, it was really good, certainly well worth a visit. Um, whether I'd queue for two or three hours to get on when the crowds are back is another matter but it was really really good highly recommended so we got off and it was only a short walk up to the river taxi terminal and from there it was all the way down to London Bridge the river taxis were really really good uh, they go from as far as Greenwich and you can literally go all the way down as far as Chelsea at the other end of the Thames um, with lots of stops on the way which made it really really good um, we used them quite a lot simply because of the of ease and again, the same principle as the buses and the tubes. You just swipe your card and it's all added to your bill at the end of the day when you get the uh, the cheapest option in terms of tickets. And that just goes on your account. It's hard to imagine that HMS Belfast is over 80 years old and this ship actually sailed and fought in the North Atlantic during the war. Um, when you're sitting on there and you can imagine what this must have been like, or you, I say you can only imagine what this must have been like because it must have been pretty horrendous. You literally have unlimited access to the ship, so you can see that on the up on the decks, you can go right below where the mess was, where the weapons are, the torpedoes are. It really is a fantastic trip. One thing what my kids particularly enjoyed is going from deck to deck. There's about six decks on the Belfast, and you literally, if you're at the bottom, you have to go through what's a tiny hatch, up some stairs, then you get to the deck you want to go to. This must have been Quite an experience doing this in the North Atlantic, pitch black, with high winds and seas. Better them than me, just realised how tough their job actually was some 60, 70, 80 years ago when the Belfast was first commissioned. Another really good trip and well worth the visit. So for us from there, um, my youngest decided he wanted to go to the National Army Museum, which is over towards Battersea. And I think the reason he wanted to go there is because he realised by looking at the map that the obvious way to get there was from London Bridge to Battersea Park on, yep, on a river taxi, which the kids liked. So the next morning we'd had breakfast and decided to head off into town again on the tube, normal way, quite quickly. Um, we headed off to South Kensington. Um, the plan was to visit the Natural History Museum. We all thoroughly enjoyed the Natural History Museum and it was a really hot sunny day outside, so what we'd done was we came out and decided just to stop and have a coffee and an ice cream at one of the cafes there, which was brilliant. Sitting in the background of the museum, it was really, really nice. 
We came out of the Natural History Museum and we're heading for the Princess Diana Memorial in Hyde Park. So from there what we've done is we ended up hiring a few bikes. The Santander bikes are brilliant, they really are. You just literally swipe your card, your credit card or your debit card, the bike unclicks and you get your first 30 minutes free and it's a couple of quid for the next 30 minutes afterwards. Um, so what we what we done is every hour we'd put the bikes back and then get them out again, just swapping cards around. So effectively, you will get an hour for the price of 30 minutes, but I didn't tell you that. So we headed for Trafalgar Square, um, eventually dropped the bikes off at Trafalgar Square and just had a park around there, which was nice. Again, nice hot sunny day. And we ended up in Tottenham Court Road and just in time for dinner, really, and went to another of my favourite restaurants, Zizi's. First one was Zizi's in Worcester. And again, very similar to the coat and the fact that they do some really good quality food, but it's not heavily priced. And Zizi's was no exception to this. Kids loved it. There was pizza, pasta, that sort of thing. And the quality of the food was really good. And it was quite well priced as well. So that was good. I think we probably saved the best trip to last, which was the Tower of London. Um, it was absolutely phenomenal, the Tower of London. I just love the place. The history, what surrounds that. You know, it, it just dates back a long time. And to stand in there and think what's gone on hundreds of years beforehand, it's just amazing. Again, what was really good for us was the fact that there was virtually no queues. There was probably about 10 or 15 people who were on our trip. Um, one of the beef eaters will take you around the whole of the castle, show you where everything happened. You should take the make out of Americans as they always do. Um, but yeah, really, really good. The trip finished and then we, we headed off into the see the Crown Jewels. And apparently the guy was telling us when we first went, there's three other queues in the summer, normal time when there's tourists there. And we again literally walked straight in. I got chatting to one of the beef eaters. Um, he was ex-army and he'd served for 22 years. The criteria to be a beef eater is the fact you've got to serve 22 years which rank a warrant officer in the Army, Navy or Air Force, and then you can apply. These guys actually live in the castle itself, which must be amazing given its history. So I regret a little bit not doing 22 rather than the seven I only managed. So we left Towbridge and then headed on to the docks down by the river for another Uber taxi. This time it was off to um, the National Army Museum in Chelsea. Kids were getting really used to these Uber taxis because it was just great fun on the river. Direct, no stop-offs, and it takes you pretty much straight to the door where you want to go. Assuming that is that you're going somewhere where it's close to an Uber taxi. On the way to the Army Museum, uh, we passed the Chelsea Pensioners home, which is pretty much next door to the museum. Again, that's something I missed about on. You have to serve 12 years in the armed forces before you can join the Chelsea Pensioners. We spent a good two hours in the National Army Museum, which again was really good. All the different conflicts which the Army have served, dating back hundreds of years. Again, something which is great for the kids because they thoroughly enjoyed it. And me being a museum buff as well, I quite enjoyed it as well. We left there, walked back down to the river, another Uber taxi towards um, the embankment. And from there we headed up into town and ended up in Chinatown, which was nice. Chinatown was actually one of the few places what was busy during our stay. It was literally a case of see a spare table what's got four seats on it and just jump on it because it was that busy. Um, kids thought this was funny. Uh, we, we had a, a pretty pretty nice meal there as well. Certainly for me that's the nice thing about London. The weather's normally really good in the summertime 
and a lot of evenings you can just sit outside either eating out, having a drink, whatever. And Chinatown was no exception. Kids love Chinatown. They love Chinese at the best of time, but actually sitting outside in a restaurant, I'm just pleased we went there on the last day rather than the first day, otherwise we wouldn't have tried anywhere else. It would have been Chinese in Chinatown throughout, throughout its day. So that was it, our last night. Um, back to the hotel, a few beers, and early rise next morning for some breakfast before we headed home. We did actually decide on a... A sort of early lunch the next morning and we headed down again into the city and to Tower Bridge and to one of my favourite haunts which is the Old Ball One on the River. Managed to get a table right on the river overlooking Tower Bridge just having lunch. It really is nice. Um, doesn't get much better than that in terms of cities. Sitting after lunch over the Thames overlooking Tower Bridge just watching the world go by. And that was it. Our little trip to London in lockdown. Great food, great drink, some great places to sit and eat and dine and just watch the world go by. But most of all, the attractions were just brilliant. As good as anywhere I've been in the world, to be honest. Um, and there it is right on your doorstep. So that was it. Thanks for listening. Um, check out the website, www.blindtraveller.co.uk and keep a lookout for some upcoming podcasts, including 10 of my favourite bars in London and 10 of my favourite restaurants.